0: Welcome to the Week 16 edition of the Sunday Night PFF Forecast Podcast. Just finished watching the Aaron Rodgers Revenge Tour roll through Tennessee. We're going to talk a little bit about what we learned from this week, what the playoff picture looks like, and then go into Week 17 and talk about the the early spreads on games that matter, um, because there are a few. So let's rock. I have a great question to open this up with. Sure. Because I was going to ask you if the Chiefs are overrated, but I, I know you're not gonna you're not gonna bite there. But we just watched Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers absolutely dominate. We also saw against a Titans team that we know sucks uh, on the defensive side of the ball. We also saw the Chiefs struggle a little bit today. You're smiling. They struggled. Yeah, no, um, it
1: wasn't. Was, it, was the, it was a legit game where
0: you were like, oh, they actually didn't play well, and that's why they didn't cover the spread. Yeah, yeah they, they did not play very well. So th- this is the question. Let's say you're picking between Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams. You don't know what the down and distance or situation w- will be. It's randomly chosen for you. Would you rather have Rodgers to Adams or Mahomes to Kelsey? So it's interesting because if you yeah. need like 30 yards, so, for example, so there's, right?
1: There's actually there's actually a, a a this answer's different depending upon the question. So the question you pose to me, I'll say Rodgers to Adams. If you're asking me, even even independent of age, I would take Kelsey Mahomes to start a team. Because I think because I think
0: I don't think that's close.
1: Yeah, but on one play. I would take Adams and Rodgers.
0: That's kind of what I'm asking. I, I'm sort of trying to get at: let's say these two teams meet in the Super Bowl. Right now, they're the, the Kansas City is the odds-on favorite to make it out of the AFC, and Green Bay is the favorite to make it out of the NFC. So you're in the Super Bowl, and these two teams are going at it, and you know it's a close game, and you know like that's kind of what I'm getting at here. Um, I agree with you. I, the reason I don't think it's close. Like, if you're starting a team, your t- the quarterback matters so much
1: more, right? Yeah, but even if you take out age, Kelsey doesn't get hurt. Adams, as brilliant as he is, has missed a lot of time over the course of the of, of years. Um, tight end is more scarce. Top end tight end play is more scarce than top end wide receiver play. A- at Adams' position, there are probably 10 players who
0: are give or take – a half a st- like Yeah, but the the point is there that Mahomes is better than Rodgers. And that matters more Yeah, than the difference between I I don't think
1: Adams. Mahomes is playing better than Rodgers currently, but I, I agree, but but I think but sure, absolutely. He's he's a more valuable he's the most valuable asset in the entire NFL.
0: This year, Aaron Rodgers is the most valuable player in the NFL.
1: Well, he was even going into the week and I think he's extended that lead. Yeah. Um for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I I'm with you on if I had to make one conversion. I didn't know how long it was. I didn't know where it was on the field. Rodgers to Adams is the duo that I'm choosing. I mean, the, the guy creates separation. It's funny that the players were playing on snow today because it, he does that routinely where it looks like the defensive back is playing uh, on snow. Um, okay, this leads into the next question to talk about, which is looking at Super Bowl futures right now. Okay, so I'm on DraftKings Sportsbook. I think these are up on FanDuel as well. The prices are are basically the same. Kansas City to win the Super Bowl plus 180. Green Bay plus 525. So that'd be Kansas City at about um, 36% chance uh, of winning the Super Bowl to break even. Green Bay 525. That's about 16% chance. New Orleans plus 700. Buffalo 10 to 1. Seattle 10 to 1. Tampa Bay, 11 to 1. Baltimore, 13 to 1. That's an interesting one. Pittsburgh, 22 to 1. What do you find most interesting about these? Buffalo.
1: I think Buffalo is the best value on the board currently.
0: Yeah. When you compare it to Kansas City, it is interesting.
1: Yeah, in Kansas City, you basically have to – Uh, assume a a break even probably of 36 which i i don't think our simulations are ever going to get there until the playoffs start um now that we know that they're the one seed that does help but we've known that they're have they have a really good chance for the one seed for weeks now um buffalo buffalo is going to get so it's weird though so new orleans is New Orleans is favored over Buffalo to make the Super Bowl. I think there's part of the reason is there's still an opening for them to get the one seed, but the other reason is that the seventh seed in the NFC is a way bigger travesty than whatever's mm-hmm. going to come out. Mm-hmm. Like the AFC, there's a bunch of flawed teams, but they're all okay or better. The team that comes in and, and takes the seventh right. seed in the NFC sucks.
0: Well, so right now, here's the interesting thing. So Buffalo um, with a win tomorrow right, would be in the two spot. And with a win against Miami, would would solidify the two spot. Right now, the seventh spot is Cleveland. If I know that it's Cleveland, then I feel pretty good about Buffalo. If I know that it's Indianapolis even, I feel pretty good that it's Buffalo. The team that scares me the most is Baltimore. Yeah, the
1: Ravens. And the Ravens went from needing help – needing help going into the week to now no longer needing help i mean uh as our friend of the pod steve kornacki said on on sunday football they're the one team that if everybody wins out or if everybody loses out Mm -hmm. they're out so um it's not a great look there um they do still have a path to the afc south it requires them beating jacksonville which you know is doable and tennessee falling to houston who lost to the Bengals today at home so like it's a tough road for Indianapolis.
0: I think it's really interesting that Seattle and Buffalo have the same odds because Seattle, to me, and watching their game today, I know they won, but was not. I was not encouraged by what it's how I saw. We,
1: it's sort of how we said it would go for right? like it the was,
0: tenth straight week, though. You know, I just I don't know yeah, how you could. They appear to have taken it.
1: all the wrong lessons about this season um, and applied them, and luckily. The Rams, like, I, I hate saying this, but the Rams are who we thought they were, right? Like, the Rams are a very limited team on offense with some talent that they can accentuate at times. But, you know, and if they don't have, th- look, if, if, if L.A. doesn't have, like, three wins on Thursday night, Monday night mm-hmm, football against mm-hmm. bad teams, like, or not bad teams, but, like, weird mm-hmm. efforts like that. Like, if you watch them play on a Sunday, they are like, below 500 on Sundays. It's weird. And, like, we, 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 we see decent games out of Jared Goff in these primetime spots. We're like, oh, he, he's turned a corner. No, like, he's still kind of trash, actually. And, you know, Sean McVay is doing, I think, an excellent job when he can. But it's a lot to overcome.
0: The Bills are plus 450 to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Um, the Ravens plus 700. The Steelers, 10 to 1. On the NFC side, the Packers are plus 200, Saints plus 275, Seattle plus 400, Tampa Bay plus 500. Interestingly, um, I think the second team that I would be interested in betting on, maybe not necessarily to win it all, but from a conference winner perspective would be Tampa Bay. just because of the, the high-powered variance that their offense can get. You know, like yeah. you watch Green Bay play today and you go, wow, that offense is overwhelming. But Tampa Bay's offense is also overwhelming in that regard. Oh. I don't feel that way about the other offenses. So Tampa Bay at plus 500 would be one I'd be interested in. Here's the way that I look at the bills. So if you think about the bills at, at plus 450 to make it out of the AFC, so plus 450 would be what percentage here? A little, um, a little under 20, so 18%. I mean, here's the way I would think about it. If they – let's say that they get a, a decently easy matchup. They face Kansas City in the AFC Championship. What what percent chance are you giving them? Well – Because I think it's 30%. Two months – or so three months ago,
1: it was Kansas City minus 5.5 in Buffalo. So – you sort of turn that around. No home field advantage really anymore. Kansas City does will have fans. It's colder there. I, you know, Buffalo's the and I think people's opinion of Buffalo has gone up while well, theirs of Kansas City has gone down. So you are probably talking about Kansas City being a six point favorite, which is probably seventy thirty. You know, yep. you
0: know yeah, which which I think makes it a, a shrewd bet. Um, any appetite on betting on the Packers to win the Super Bowl?
1: I already did I mean that's like so but right now yeah yeah just sort of pimp the, the you know the the article that we write about um uh, futures plus 700 was what we recommended a couple weeks ago plus 550 <clears throat> represents a decent change now interestingly I, I just want to point this out not to be Kansas City centric but the Chiefs were plus 175 going into this week they're plus 190 now mm-hmm. so what has contributed to that? It's a little bit of Kansas City playing down to Atlanta, a little bit of Green Bay. Looking Green Bay better. looking really good, right? Um, so New Orleans
0: also looked good. On
1: New Orleans did look good, but I don't know if people really view like do they view Tampa that win Bay against the Vikings good. as? I'm just saying that a yeah, lot of teams that have a chance they did look good, but really against well. really bad competition. Green Bay is the only team among these uh, among these folks that played. A team who is going to be in the playoffs and so at you know 15 percent would be my break even there um I think it's probably still worth a shot at plus five 550 I'll have to see what the simulations end up looking like this week but uh you know just into intuition's
0: sake this was their last tough game and here's what I would say the Packers may have one of the only home field advantages and that's weather Like, there's no doubt about it that that snow out there was an issue.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think, you know, as somebody who attended the AFC Championship game last year, it was very cold. And, like, they played Tennessee. It was sort of the exact same thing where everybody was like, oh, this is going to be Derrick Henry season. It's like, no, actually, like, this team lives here all the time and practices in this weather and is familiar with this situation. And it actually – Benefited them because they're we're, we're playing at the, home. The
0: Titans' offensive line like couldn't like move, move their feet to pass yeah. block. The defensive backs were just falling all over the place. Yeah. So you know, and you but you can't really predict that. I mean, you kind of get kind of get to get lucky there for that to happen. Um, but I think I would bet on that too. Here's another team that played well today that may be influencing Kansas City, and I want to ask you this: Was the Steelers win? a win for the Steelers. Did you learn more about the Steelers in this game or more about the Colts?
1: Yeah, this is one where I just completely mushed the game. I tennis, you know, Indies Indies up, so I had a little bit of over not,
0: Indies not just up. They're up in at halftime, the only way that Pittsburgh had scored points was on the fumble.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, it was and it was the only way that they could in the second half too when Rivers turned the football over, but it was like um so I, I have some Indy, I also have some over, and so me a little bit disappointed when Indy gets a stop at 24-7, five minutes left in the game, or five minutes left in the third quarter, I believe they're at 90% to win the football game. Come all the way back, over hits, great, but then they lose the game outright. My thing with Indy, and I, and I talked about this on the show this morning, the live show, Indy can compete with almost any team in the NFL. They can't beat elite teams. Because Pittsburgh played, Pittsburgh had elite outcomes for like 10 minutes of that game. Scored a few points on Indy. Mm -hmm. And were you ever, once Indy relented the lead, right? Did you ever think that they were going to come back and win? No i didn't i i was like oh no. my god it's gonna be like this when we were shot putting the ball up and down the field they got lucky that steven nelson held on a, hilton yeah. on a one fourth down and they got in striking distance but ultimately like
0: yeah the tough thing about indy in this game was that they've always been a little fraudulent you know they're they're a very solid team but they don't have any superstars. They don't have anyone that ever really elevates themselves above the rest. Not that Pittsburgh necessarily does. I'll say this. I thought I I learned a little bit about both teams. I don't know if I can say I learned more about one or the other. Here was the thing that stuck out to me about Pittsburgh. They actually came out and tried something different and had success with it. Like, they threw the ball down the football field, and Big Ben managed to put some in a catchable position, which he just hadn't done before.
1: And that's really a smart move for them in the sense that he's not accurate
0: underneath the football field anymore. And and here's the thing. People think that to throw it deep, you have to hold on to the ball for a while. That's not the case at all. Big Ben has always made a living off of throwing the ball deep and getting rid of it quickly like that is possible. So Yeah, but it, it also
1: is this like look, you can't win in the NFL trying to throw it 6 yards at a time when your receivers can't catch it all the time and your quarterback can't throw it accurately all the time. To to and this is kind of like what Buffalo has learned, right? Like sometimes you got to throw chunk plays and make big plays because they cover a multitude of sins. I I would look, this sounds really stupid, but I'd rather go I'd rather take one play to get 30 yards than three plays to get 30 yards, right? And, like, especially when those three plays are just not the,
0: – the, the, the odds are just not that high for Big Ben anymore. Okay, let's do this. Chiefs, one. Bills, two. Who's the third best team in the AFC right now?
1: Yeah, I think it's actually pretty simple. I think it's, I think it's uh, Baltimore. Yeah, so do I. You know, Baltimore might not get in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I think they will, though. They play Cincinnati. Cincinnati won two games in a row. Brandon Allen threw for over 350 yards today. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, they the schedule broke favorably for them. They haven't really played a difficult team in a while. Um, but you're you start you're starting to see some of the things with Lamar mm-hmm. um, that, that are really
0: helpful for him. No, I, I agree. So then you go – I think at four, despite what Tennessee did today, I would I would put the Titans there, and then I think you have this this kind of mashup. I think it could be Pittsburgh. Um, I think it could be Cleveland. I think it could be Miami if Ryan Fitzpatrick were to play. Um, but it's interesting. Uh, so you look at the current the current picture. It's Kansas City one. It'll be Buffalo or Pittsburgh two, depending on what happens tonight. Uh, Tennessee, Miami, Baltimore currently in, Cleveland currently in. As you said earlier, Indianapolis is out. They can get in if one of those three teams, Miami, Baltimore, or Cleveland loses, um, and uh, or Tennessee, I guess, right? Um, yeah. they, they can make their way in. On the NFC side, Green Bay with a win against Chicago and a game Chicago needs to win um, to get into the playoffs, can get the first seed. Then it's New Orleans. Seattle has a chance if Green Bay loses and they win to get the first seed. Washington currently in the four spot. Tampa Bay in the five spot. We get to face Washington. That would be hilarious. Um, The Rams are currently in. The Bears are currently in. Arizona on the outside looking in. But Arizona plays the Rams. They could beat the Rams. They could get into the playoffs. Uh, They need Chicago to lose, though. So a lot of interesting things. Let's jump into Week 17 now. Ready? Ready? Okay, I didn't have time to really sort these out, so we'll just kind of go through them and decide whether the... Um, I lost the file that, that had my... That or, had your, your yeah. picks in them? Okay, well, it'll be me, and you can tell me what... Th- this, what you're doing here is you're forfeiting the, uh, what you didn't, the, the championship you didn't know existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, L- like signing your rookie quarterback to a, a second contract. Or no, the one today that I got was if the Jets draft...
1: Panay Sewell, they'll have the the best bookend left tackles in the NFL. Of course,
0: hang a banner. Congratulations. Hang a banner. That's amazing. The Cowboys had that. We got them far. You want to head to monkeyknifefight.com, especially with the playoffs just around the corner, uh, use the promo code PFF, and when you deposit $20, you get a free PFF Edge subscription. That's a $40 value. You get it for a whole year, plus you get $20 then to spend and play at MonkeyKnifeFight.com, they have the best daily fantasy and prop games. For the playoffs, it's you absolutely have to go check it out. It is a lot of fun. Uh, and they have some pretty cool merch, too. So go to MonkeyKnifeFight.com. There's promo code PFF. The DraftKings Sportsbook. It's our favorite sportsbook. It's America's top-rated sportsbook app. And it's wishing you the happiest of holidays. Of course, they are. And to kick off this season of giving, DraftKings has a new promotion and a bunch of odd boosts every single day of the week. That's pretty cool. You go in there, should be, you know, plus 150, get a plus 200. That is awesome. Go make that happen. There's an abundance of this action taking place. Football teams that are in the hunt, some that aren't in the hunt. Uh, as we talked about on this podcast there are a bunch so go to the draft king sports book and use the promo code pff and if you do so you can earn a sign up bonus of up to a thousand dollars which is pretty sweet uh, as i mentioned there are endless uh ways to bet on your favorite player your favorite team and there's a good chance that they're going to be odds boosted as well ufc 256 is coming up so if you're an mma fan it's a great place to go bet on that as well. And above all, DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, which means it's as easy to deposit as it is, or as easy to withdraw as it is to deposit. It's late, forget. me. So go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code PFF, and get up to a $1,000 sign-up bonus. That deposit bonus is at 1, 000, up to $1,000. It's only for a limited time, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You must be 21 or older new jersey indiana or pennsylvania only the bonus is comprised of the first deposit deposit bonus and it requires a 25 time playthrough restrictions do apply see draftkings.com sports for details gambling problem called 100 gambler or in indiana 109 with it. this podcast is brought to you by pristine auction.com check out their daily auctions starting at one dollar and on over 8,000 items that are up for auctions signed helmets balls jerseys much much more pristine auction guarantees authenticity on every product Use promo code PFF and get $10 off your first invoice. You may have collected some Christmas cash, in which case I've got a fantastic way for you to put your money to work. Go to PFF.com and get a PFF subscription. Get the Edge subscription. It's $40 for an entire year. gets you all the draft coverage you can need, plus the draft guide. Gets you all your fantasy advice through the entirety of next year. So it's a great time to go buy it right now. Or if you got a little... You got a nice, you were very nice this year, and Santa gave you a lot of money. You get a PFF Elite subscription, and if you use promo code ACTION, A-C-T-I-O-N, you can get an Action Network Action Pro subscription for a whole year for free. It's $100 value, so if you spend 200 and you get $300 worth of product, it's a great deal. If you're looking for something for free, a bunch of good podcasts out there, especially the Chris Collinsworth podcast featuring Richard Sherman. I wonder how many um, weeks longer we'll be able to call him 49ers, all-pro cornerback Richard Sherman. Uh, but you want to go check that out. You can download it wherever you get your podcasts. So, at one p.m., we have Miami and Buffalo. This is in Buffalo. Obviously, this game has not happened yet. I had Buffalo as a five and a half point favorite. Buffalo needs will need to win right yeah. to the two
1: seed. Oh, this is crazy. So they Buffalo is a one and a half point favorite. Wow. So they they yeah there there are a couple of these I think are influenced by some hypo- hypotheses right.
0: So Miami obviously playing for everything. Mm-hmm. Buffalo not really okay interesting. Um, I'm not how many games do you think we'll end up actually like betting this week? Um, I usually end up betting probably three to four tonight and then you know I'll make a couple other plays. Over the course of the week, usually on Wednesday night, but I don't know. I, I think it's going to be very hard to pick yeah. games where you feel really good about betting either side.
1: Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. Um, I mean, the, the, you know, I, I don't think it'll be a big volume week. The other thing, obviously, if you bet futures, I think the biggest thing this week is going to be cleaning up some of the exposure that you're not that um, thrilled with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll that's talk cool. about a couple of those games. Um, if you followed us along, but that one, that one, there's in. Obviously, these informa these these markets are sharp. I remember last year, though, we we liked, for example, Houston plus. I think it was like four and a half. I can't remember exactly. And then midweek, it looked like they were going to play their players, so right, they right. didn't want to get Tennessee they- in the playoffs. And then eventually, they they thought better of it and started AJ McCarron. Um, which I, I don't think I'll ever say again, thought better of it and didn't start A.G. McC- but You know what I'm saying? Um, so those are always things you have to monitor this time of year. Um, Let's
0: talk about the Dolphins real quick. Yeah, The Dolphins have the Houston Texans first-round pick, and the Houston Texans are really bad. That's pro- That could be a top-five pick here. If Justin Fields or Zach Wilson – you know what? I, I'm going to make a statement. You can agree or disagree. If Justin Fields or Zach Wilson is available to the Miami Dolphins, they should, without blinking, take one of those two guys. What do you say to that? I think you're right.
1: So, you know who Tua – so Tua is in a crossroads right now. Tua could very well um, – I always talk about this team. Dallas one time. Drafted Troy Aikman and drafted Steve Walsh in the same year. One of them was supplemental, but they used two first-round picks the same year. And Aikman was a Hall of Famer, and Steve Walsh was a winner. Steve Walsh was the quarterback of the Miami Hurricanes when Jimmy Johnson, his coach in Dallas, was there, and he won championships. He got to the NFL, and it was relatively clear early on that his arm wasn't good enough, right? And he's a, he, was a, uh, he was a fail – like he wasn't mm-hmm. good enough to yeah. be a starter in the NFL. And Dallas traded him to the New Orleans. New Orleans, I say his name every podcast. Bobby Aber sat out a year for a contract This is the 15th New, straight podcast. And, you and New that. Orleans, New Orleans got New Orleans got uh, desperate and traded a first, a second, and a third for Steve Walsh in 19. A year after he's drafted, started five games for the for the Dallas Cowboys. You put yourself in that kind of position, right? Like, and to a... Hasn't just Tua hasn't been terrible. No, but he also like he
0: hasn't shit the bed completely. But he also isn't the reason they're winning football. Games. And it's it's not me saying oh I'm giving up on Tua. This is playing the odds. Why would you want another team to make the decision for you? Right? You want to say let me choose which quarterback is best, mm-hmm. and then trade the other one. And, yeah, okay, so maybe you don't get as much value because you're taking the option, right? You're saying, I'm going to pay a premium to have the choice of my two quarterbacks. But the idea that you're not getting anything for the other one is asinine, stupid, and short-sighted. Right. And, and people who think that you can't let a quarterback have competition, I'll tell you the teams that thought that this past year. The Denver Broncos, that, that's really working out really, really, really well. Yeah. Uh, who's the other team? Um, that, that didn't want to give competition to their quarterback. Do you remember? Well, like Carolina. Car- well, Carolina, but you know the one I'm thinking of, is the Washington football team. Yeah. And Dwayne Haskins has really – I mean, he's blossomed without the competition of another well, quarterback.
1: Well, and the – Remember when I said that Alex Smith was still going to be a factor, and everybody laughed. It was like, and, and it, it is funny because, honest to God, if the guy had a real calf muscle, he would have started today and probably won. If I mean, Taylor
0: Heineke had started, had started today, the they, game, would have won. they probably
1: he probably would have won. But the 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 point of this is, and Trace Young's been great today. He had a strip sack, and it's been fantastic. We were down twenty to three, and he got a strip sack in Carolina's territory, it and didn't matter. And Dwayne Askins. Stalled out and they got down by fourteen. Right, Dwayne Haskins
0: like, looked like he hasn't seen a play in their playbook in yeah. four
1: weeks. I mean, look, I agree with you one hundred percent on on okay. the the fact that they need to get their shit together as far as um, the quarterback position. But I here's the thing. So it's fine that the ownership. It, it looks. It sounds like a situation where the ownership really wants to play Tua, mm-hmm. which I get. I you want to know, fail quickly with these guys. I also don't hate that Brian Flores is pulling him. I don't hate I don't care. Like you're you're trying look, you're you're doing life is about life is about pissing everybody off as little as possible. Brian but you're Flores, not gonna
0: please everybody. Brian Flores is doing something that I never thought you could do, which is appease ownership and also show your players that you'll do anything to win games. Yeah. And it's, and it's thanks it's to really John sharp. Gruden and the Oakland Raiders, is able to do that. Yeah, that's really sharp. Kudos to Brian Flores coach of the year okay next game the baltimore ravens are here in lovely cincinnati to play the Bengals. the bungles i said that the Bengals would be a 13 and a half point underdog and i may be short here
1: no it's 14 okay. oh no no i'm sorry i'm looking at the wrong game that game's not up
0: really no it's 11 what really so why would it only be 11 well the the bangles were spunky today spunky
1: yeah well, and there's there's did um Marlon Humphrey return to the game, but they were without Peters, they were That's without true. Smith. Humphrey was injured for a time. Calais Campbell has been banged up. Um they're on the road. I I think are people overreacting? I mean, the fact that the Ravens are favored by less just like fucking eight days ago
0: than the Steelers were. Is very no, six days ago.
1: Than the Very Steelers were like last week at this time shows you how much people are a gun shy about laying a big number. Um, we had a double digit spread this week it was Kansas City Atlanta and that had no chance if you yeah. if you laid it with the favorites. The so, only
0: thing that I'm wary of is just I mean since he has nothing to play for obviously they have something to play for which is to ruin Baltimore's shot at making the playoffs and that's probably the biggest motivation that Cincinnati's had all freaking year. Yeah. Um, that said, Brandon Allen against. Baltimore is something that I would certainly want to capitalize on and this sets up I think really well for Lamar Jackson and what Baltimore wants to do which is take advantage of a team that just is overmatched physically um, and athletically so I definitely consider that one I would and I, I wonder if Baltimore here's maybe one thing thought is Baltimore thinks they can beat Cincy with their B game and they roll out their B game but that's a dangerous spot to be a in.
1: Dangerous. Place. It's a, it's living dangerously. Let's just say. Um, All right. Should we move on? Yeah. Baltimore win and in, so it's a win and in situation for the Ravens.
0: Okay. Pittsburgh, Cleveland. So this game is now no longer for the AFC North. Yeah. But Cleveland needs to win to make it, and if they lose, they need a lot, a decent amount of help, right? Because Baltimore is obviously a huge favorite, and Indianapolis is playing uh, Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Basically, the Cleveland Browns need to win this game. Yeah, uh, I have I had Cleveland Pittsburgh as a pick'em.
1: <clears throat> yeah, um, this thing opened at six and a half. It's been bet down to six and uh, a seven and a half. It's bet down to six and a half. I have taken Pittsburgh at seven, when plus seven. So there's the there's the implication here that Pittsburgh is going to take it easy on the Browns. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And which, I think- which look if you're if you're Pittsburgh now, granted you just beat Indy. But, like, we talked about this the other day. If you're an AFC team, you'd rather have Miami, some subset of Miami-Cleveland, you know, in the playoffs than you would Indy, Baltimore, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So if you can make it easier for Cleveland to get in,
0: you know. Yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, is this – are they – do they think they might rest, Big Ben? Big Ben, it, every, it, there's been a lot of talk about his injury, you know, stat, like he's been yeah. injured, he's been banged up. I wonder if this line is saying Big Ben's going to be rested in this game.
1: It could be. I mean, he, he does need to get his core strength in a, right? in because a if, place. It,
0: if Buffalo wins, if go. Buffalo beats New England, then then Pittsburgh says, ah, okay, screw it. And then they're, you know, I, that's very interesting. Okay, well, I don't want to bet that game then. Um Next up, the Minnesota Vikings play the Detroit Lions. Uh, do we? Why would we even talk about? This I actually,
1: game? when I do remember saying this would be six and a half, and it is. Six, That's what I had to. Six and a half. I mean, <laughs> the Vikings. There's two get. There's two things that are going to happen. Staff are playing. I don't. I, I think that they're saying no. I, yeah. This looks like a no. Yeah. But even then, there's two ways the Vikings are going to win this meaningless game and fuck up their draft position, and. It's it's gonna be one cherry on top to a season that makes Dalvin, zero sense.
0: Dalvin Cook's going off in this game. Yeah, yeah. Just telling you right now. Yeah. It, it,
1: it's gonna be a cherry on top of a season that makes that made zero sense from the get go. I'll tell
0: you right now, I'm betting Minnesota Vikings overs next week. Prop overs. All Prop right.
1: overs. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. they're gonna win it they're gonna win an imaginary trophy this week. Tennessee
0: Titans and the Houston Texans um i had houston as a six and a half point underdog at home against tennessee yeah i don't see it up right now actually this game is now 425 right because tennessee lost so now tennessee and and indy's game have been moved to 425 um makes sense indy
1: i mean i can just tell you what i think the money line looks like i i when i looked looked is there no
0: spread up for this
1: i don't see it on bet online Uh um I'll tell you though, like well, the last time I looked, the division future for Tennessee is minus one, th- minus four thirty. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at a pretty big spread here, even for them on the road. Uh, Deshaun Watson was injured today. That's might that might be That's what big. might be what's I see going Tennessee
0: on minus seven pre Sunday Night Football. So yeah. I was probably pretty decently on this, but I I would be a little concerned about Deshaun Watson. Now the funny thing is that because of the Larry Muhntzel disaster, they have no reason right to yeah. to rest him. Which is I mean, that that organization.
1: Well, they have reason to arrest him just so that he doesn't have long term catastrophic injury, but you're right. I mean Houston, by the way, and, and granted, one of the picks ended up working out, but Houston has, has traded what ended up being a top five pick twice in the last three years. I mean the for, Denzel Ward pick for
0: for a guy that was what pick?
1: Yeah. Well the the first, the Denzel ward pick was for Deshaun Watson. Right. But the but the Laramie Tunsel pick. Right. I mean it's just, it's absolutely hilarious. There. Um yeah, that one, again, Tennessee needs to win to win the AFC South. They can also win the AFC South if Indy were to lose to Jacksonville.
0: Which I have as Indy minus 13 and a half.
1: Okay, this is the one that I saw at 14. 14. This is 14, yeah. Um, Jaguars are plucky for about a half today. Uh, that was it. That was how long? Yeah. Glennon did his quote-unquote job, let's just say.
0: Yeah, now that Jacksonville has sealed up the number one pick, I don't know. It, it, Indy is a good team They're very they're limit, far They're very limited. They're very, very far from being great the They're Indy, about as far from great as any good team can be
1: Indy, Indy vying to be the second Sorry, Jacksonville vying to be the second team in NFL history To win week one And to lose the next 15 weeks The only other team to do it Was the team that entered the league with them The, the Carolina Panthers in 01 Won the first game Then 9-11 happened So they had the week off And then they lost the next 15 games
0: that pretty much sums up that <laughs> year. That sums up. <laughs> and it sums up the year for the Jags. The Jets and the Patriots are the next game up. Um, this is in New England. I have New England as a six and a half point favorite.
1: Four and a half. People are liking the Jets wow. now. The Jets are starting to pay off now, George.
0: Can the Can Jets, you imagine
1: that? The plus 199, I should have bet that the Jets would win two or more games. Yeah, this you should year. have. Can
0: you imagine what the payout would have been? The, I mean, you should have known that the entire Cleveland Browns receiving core would have not had respect for coronavirus.
1: What's... <sighs> so? To be fair, the guys that replaced him did not separate from anything either. That's true. They did not get any distance.
0: So the Jets are locked into the second pick, though, because of what the Bengals did, right? Because the most they can win is three games, and there's n- no other team other than the Jags that can win that few, right? Because the Bengals... Um, you know the jets have the second pick the the war- right I'm saying they can't they can't fall out of that they
1: they they're locked in yeah yeah the Bengals so, so there's they no- were locked in even if the Bengals lost today right
0: the tie that they had with Philly was but New England can help their pick out a little bit I would be this seems like a little bit of a Jared Stidham hedge
1: they play Stidham, yeah mm-hmm. which means I I mean we still have to see how New England plays tonight against Buffalo right uh for for that you know I, I don't think it matters that much but
0: all right dallas and the giants one of these teams could be watching sunday night football rooting for jalen hurts so that they can get <laughs> into the playoffs and that is absolutely amazing i had this as um a pick yeah so you know talking
1: about washington philly no dallas new york dallas new york okay uh Dallas is laying two and a half now.
0: Okay, so I wrote pick, and I was looking over these, uh, you know, before this, yeah. and I said I would make this two and a half now yeah, because, like, Dallas's yeah. offense is by far the best unit in this game. And New York, the New York Giants offense, I mean, the whole New York Giants you, team. Is you got to think about
1: what Dallas has had to go through to be in this position. Washington, so two weeks ago, so we got this email back. It was like, were they really less than 1% to make it? It's like. Well, sure. At they had no time break- make the playoffs. Yeah, they had no tiebreaker with Washington. They were they needed washing. They need Washington to go. Loss, loss, loss. Two of those games at home. One against Philly, who at the time stinks. Mm-hmm. Dallas had to go. Win, win, win. What two of the games they yeah, were underdogs. They were underdogs. Yeah, underdogs, yeah Kansas- San Francisco. They were underdogs Tony today. they were under underdogs today against uh, Philly and then they also needed the giants to do what we predicted them to do which is fall from 5 and 7 and the darlings of everything Joe to, George, Coach to 5 and 10 and you know and but now here they are like you know as aj Prasinski once said you doubted us but now we're here you know that that the <laughs> i can't believe this the uh the dallas cowboys are a win and a fairly like modest thing, which is for Philadelphia at home to beat a football team who we're not sure who's starting a quarterback uh, to make the playoffs in Mike McCarthy's first
0: year. Which would be a huge loss for Dallas <laughs> in the net scheme of things. I mean, there, a couple weeks ago, they, they had a top five pick, and that's massive for this team.
1: Historically, you used to be able. So I remember one year, the Vikings and the Rams both finished eight and eight, lost and they lost in the second round of the playoffs, both teams. So they both won a playoff game and still got to pick in the teens. They changed the rule a few yeah. years back. So now you, you pick where your, your seed is. Yeah. And so that is a bad break for team for a team like, uh, you know, uh, whoever wins the NFC East is kind of getting screwed over by a, p- a draft pick. So here's, just, a, here's a
0: question for you. But
1: I, yeah, I think Dallas can actually win a game in the playoffs,
0: though. That's my thing.
1: Of these teams, Dallas is the only one that has a chance.
0: so Dallas plays Tampa Bay. You think they can beat Tampa Bay? If Dallas Dallas makes the playoffs and they play Tampa Bay, I would make the spread 14. Okay, I... And I would probably still bet Tampa Bay. Andy fucking Dalton is going to have a meltdown
1: Andy is Against Tom in Brady
0: yeah. in prime time, yeah. that will, be a, so ni- that will be a Sunday. That will be a Sunday night he's game. Never
1: played Tom Brady despite making the playoff spot like four straight years because he never got out of round one, and Brady never had to play in round one. That that game will be on Sunday night, and it will be a bloodbath. Forty-five zero at halftime. Okay, can I can I can I rebut a little bit? Yeah, on yeah. that? I think Dallas's defense is bad in the right places to entice to entice Tampa Bay to be inefficient.
0: Okay. I would have said that. However, that game against Detroit, I thought there was a power shift that happened where Tom Brady has a little bit more control over the offense now. I think the Bruce Arians way of running the offense maybe okay. got a little I, bit of you look clue. that is a fair hypothesis you're telling me with the playoffs and a Super Bowl that close. You can smell Tampa Bay playing in Tampa Bay and Brady's gonna be like, yeah, let's just fucking run it to Leonard Fournette here for two yards.
1: Yeah. Dallas, Dallas's offense is who we thought they could be when <laughs> Dalton. Remember, because it baffled us to know Hel- yeah. Dalton's first start against Arizona. Fucking disaster. Now Arizona, by the way, is the, is Arizona would not be favored against Dallas on a neutral field. Right now. What? The Cardinals would not be favored against the Cowboys on
0: a neutral field. You're high. I I did you smoke before this? I didn't know you were edible? Brownie? Did you make brownies?
1: Who's a better offense right now? The Cardinals or the Dallas Cowboys? Dude, stop.
0: George You watched the Dallas way- You watched the Dallas Cowboys one time against the Philadelphia Eagles. No, I didn't. I've watched them. Look, I've, we've been
1: saying this for weeks, George. They played. They played. They lost. They got blown out by the Washington football team. But but remember what I said to yeah, you. I was like, Dalton doesn't look so bad. Couple, you know, a little bit of noise here and there. Against against the Baltimore Ravens on what was it Tuesday or Wednesday night football? Their kicker missed three kicks, but they moved the football against the Ravens. Then they have a win against San Fran, and then they have a win against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. And you know, they just, and then the Bengals don't seem so bad now that they've won a couple games in a row. Like, and Dalton played well against Minnesota, another team where you know they had to score to keep up with the Vikings' offense. I'm not saying they're great, but Kyler Murray just put up fucking 12 points against Arizona. Yeah, like they literally that. both I played San that. Francisco in back-to-back weeks. I and get the, that, that
0: that recency bias would lead you to believe that Dallas is a better, the better offense. I get it.
1: Dallas has won. Like the Arizona Cardinals have won a few games in the last like two months. Yeah.
0: Cliff Kingsbury does a very nice job of holding Kyler Murray back. That is very true. Yeah. So on a neutral field, I I feel like if they are if there is a pick'em if it is a pick'em, then you are running to bet Arizona.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. So my my thesis is is the NFC East is kind of a travesty because the one team that possibly could have had a fighting chance, excuse me, against an actual playoff team was probably Philly with Hurts, but they already disqualified themselves long ago. Yeah. Dallas is the next best team agree, as far as – I agree 100%. As, like Washington is going to be a travesty against Tampa. Um, and the Giants – the Giants should be picking in the top five. They should not – They need to be picking yeah, like, in the top
0: five. All right, let's go to that game. Washington-Philly. Um, so I did this before, obviously, and I had Philly as a four-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm guessing that's not yeah, the case
1: no it's philly minus
0: one yeah
1: uh the interesting thing remember on the so washington was so poor today that we like took their odds of beating philly like down like six percent just based upon that it's Mm. probably even going to go down further given how you know that offensive side of the ball graded um markets backing philly a little bit here
0: they also probably don't know if alex
1: smith is going to play alex yeah and and Honest to God, Alex, if you get the if you get the ball on the fairway today for Washington, you win. If
0: Taylor Heineke plays that whole game; they win the game. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate. He, I mean, Taylor Heineke looked like he had actually seen the Washington football team playbook once. Did that? Did that four o'clock hour?
1: It probably broke about as poorly as it could, right? Yeah, yeah. Like
0: so, because Washington cause, Philly would have been interesting if the winner won that. Game, yeah, you know? if
1: Philly would have won against Dallas, this is a very compelling game as far as outcomes. Now it's it's only the Sunday night game because it's literally the only game where you the know. the stakes yeah. right now are going to be the stakes at eight thirty on Sunday, and like unfortunately that that leaves us from having like a either ignoring Sunday night football altogether, which I know they don't want to do, and I shouldn't have to do, or something like Green Bay. Chicago
0: right which could be which which could no
1: Green Bay Chicago will always matter to Chicago now it might not matter to Green Bay right right? that's the issue and then you know so but it probably will because New Orleans plays Carolina and Seattle plays San Fran Um, but it, it, it put the NFL in such a ridiculous bind right this was the right choice with the parameters that we're working with but man it could have been better
0: no kidding yeah Okay, next game. Uh, we have the Atlanta Falcons and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I have... So, Tampa Bay cannot improve their slot. How could they fall? So, they're 10-5. I guess the Rams could win. Um... If that. the Rams
1: win and they lose, they lose that tiebreaker vis-a-vis the Monday night football, the Monday game, night that football game before, yeah.
0: So they do have some uh, incentive here. So I had uh, Tampa Bay favored by nine and a half.
1: Yeah. Um, it's six, and it was seven earlier in the week. Hmm. So on the look ahead, it was seven. Um, it's a trap. Bet, bet the Bucks. Here's the thing. The, the, the Falcons against the Chiefs, was the last effort.
0: Are the Falcons the one defense against stop the Chiefs? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I, the hate, I hate, can make it to
1: the Super Bowl. I like the Falcons and I hate the Falcons. My I always I, you know, hey, at we text, least we bet them this week. We yeah, we text back and forth with people and we're like, look, I'm like if only X, Y, and Z could happen. And actually it happened today. Yeah. Ridley was explosive. Um Foyer Lewican and and Deion Jones are two good linebackers. Um, obviously, Jarrett's amazing in the interior. And DJ Terrell looks like an NFL corner. Um, so there's a lot to like about Atlanta. Um, I hope they get blown out because I kind of want them to start over at head coach and you know that kind of thing. I, Raheem Morris has done a fair job. I just don't know if,
0: you know. And this is a Raheem Morris revenge game. Let's move on because there are a couple games here that I want to talk about um, that I think I might want to bet on. Four o'clock hour. New Orleans Saints, Carolina Panthers. Carolina, nine-and-a-half point underdog is what I had it at. Oh, my God.
1: If i I got to watch it's Look, it it's pains me to no end that I have to watch Teddy Bridgewater. Be bad. Because he did he throw his 15th touchdown with screw high. Yeah, yeah.
0: This
1: is, uh, it's five, actually. I think people maybe are. It's five? It's five.
0: Are they resting Drew Brees?
1: I, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. New Orleans even gets more days rest, right? Like it's weird. Uh-huh. So New, New Orleans, Orleans, for the record, absolutely dump trucked Carolina in Week 17 last year in the same situation where it was like win and you might get a buy. That was that was last year. When and, and and they so they the ran, reason like the,
0: yeah the reason they would want to win is to keep the two seed alive.
1: Yeah, it was it's the exact same situation yeah. as previously as last season and they still got, bears yeah bears packers that's at four right yeah so there's no reason like they won't have any information they could they could look you know this could be packed no in. but
0: even if they win they can't get the one seed yeah they can how
1: if they end up in a three-way tie with with um with seattle and green bay
0: oh because then it's not head-to-head so
1: so what they're probably saying they're probably doing is saying look if
0: what's that tiebreaker then is it uh strength schedule
1: might be conference i can't remember if it's conference record or what it is
0: oh man if it was conference record then they would be tied with seattle if green bay were to lose
1: so be, it would be strength of victory or something weird like that wins
0: tiebreak over Seattle based on best win percentage in conference games right now, but man,
1: so if Green Bay were to lose to Chicago, that'd be a conference game lost, right? And yeah. then,
0: and I think, I think they'll have the better strength of victory because they currently have the better strength of victory right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, man. but
1: but what this line is sort of incorporating? I remember our first year betting together was twenty seventeen. Carolina or sorry, New Orleans went to Tampa in week 17, mm. got a little bit of a lead, but then it was pretty clear that they weren't going to get the, the one yeah. seed or whatever. And then they kind of – they didn't call off the dogs, but they they let Tampa win the game, uh, busted our under, by the way, in that game, which also sucked. But, like, um, the – that's what I think they're, they're putting in there is, like – you know, because last year during the 1 o'clock hour, New Orleans just – Absolutely rolled Carolina. Mm-hmm. Green Bay was in the meat grinder with Detroit the whole game, right? And and if and they would have lost to Detroit, New Orleans would have got the two seed in a bye, and that was you know that was factored in. If let's say Green Bay just absolutely destroys Chicago, mm-hmm. then you know th- this might be a live spot, you know, where the Saints continue to
0: pour it on. Next up, the oh this game. I'm excited for this one. Okay, so Green Bay, Chicago. I had, where did I have this here? Where, why can't I find it? Um, oh, here it is. Um, Green Bay favored by six and a half. Um, are, were you able to find it? I don't see it on... Bet online. Uh, let's see here. I see four and a half pre-Sunday Night Football. Yeah,
1: so Sunday Night Football, they, they blew up Tennessee. So, so Tennessee. six and a half probably is smart. I mean, on the road. Trubisky, by the way, I, so I actually, you know, we were helping somebody out today. Just the PFF grade. So you go get a PFF subscription, go to premium stats, look at the grade. The Trubisky's last four opponents, they've been three and one against them. Detroit's 32nd, Minnesota's like 25th, uh, Jacksonville's twenty-eighth, and Houston's thirtieth. So those are the f- those are the four teams upon against which the Bears are making their decisions about Trubisky. We need to calm the f- down about Trubisky here. I think Green Bay lays a pretty sizable beating on them.
0: <laughs> I, I don't I've been frustrated by many things in my life before, sports related. I can't imagine what I would do if I were a Bears fan and they re-signed Mitchell Trubisky. Like, I just don't know. If you love sports and you love your team and your team does something this obviously stupid, I just don't know how you recover from that. Like, wh- why would you ever, ever, ever base something on those four games against those four teams when you have four years of, of proof? Why? How?
1: We're all. We all like to hang in, uh, imaginary banners, man.
0: I guess. I, to me, it almost feels like the Bears. Oh, I don't know. They, they're afraid. They're almost afraid to be great. I yeah, dare to be great, man. I'm telling you. Like you'd rather just hope this guy is a top fifteen quarterback next year, and oh, man. Because you've invested so much already, I, I don't know. I, it doesn't make any sense to me. But if you're a Chicago Bears fan, I really feel for you. The good news for you is that Green Bay needs to win this game. That's the good news for you, because mm-hmm. that could mean that Mitchell Trubisky does not look great. Um, by the way, if this is still four and a half, I will bet Green Bay.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, and have we talked about have we talked about Arizona yet? Is that
0: We have not. Uh, Next game on the list here is Las Vegas and Denver.
1: Okay. This is where I'm going to talk briefly, and I know no one cares about your bets. But if you followed us along and had a Las Vegas Raiders under 7.5 ticket or under 7 ticket, which was dead in the water weeks ago, it's still alive and you know talked about frequently okay eventually denver might end up being favored in this game you can kind of you can bet lost las vegas you can middle you can even bet las vegas and have a smaller polish middle where you know if if a game lands horribly then you lose everything
0: not as bad as a polish sausage but
1: yeah um here actually denver is slightly favored in this game it's a pick but it's minus 120 to denver even money's towards vegas so Currently, if you just want to get off some of that exposure, if you have Vegas under, you can bet the Raiders on the road at, at even money here to sort of siphon it off. So,
0: I would bet the, the Raiders on the road at even
1: money, anyways. Just because you think that the Broncos
0: stink. Do you watch Drew Locke play football? Yeah, today?
1: you did you watch the Raiders operate in the end of game
0: situation of yeah, the other day? True. Jerry Judy dropped like five passes. Look like today, by the way. I wasn't great.
1: I, I'm a little I'm a little worried about a team that got out-chargered by the Chargers like
0: you know 10 days yeah, that's ago. Fair. That's fair. All right, next game is the Chargers playing the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. So, the Kansas City Chiefs have nothing to play for anymore. Are they resting people? What do you think?
1: Yeah, uh, Andy Reid has a long history of resting or not even start like like literally making somebody like Mahomes inactive for the game. So,
0: so let's assume backups. Uh
1: Chargers to be favored by ten, home. That it's
0: in Kansas City. No, it's
1: not. Oh, yeah, it is in Kansas City. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting here reading the schedule. Yeah, yeah, sorry, to you. sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, okay, nine and a half. Here's what. Here's here's what I'll say. And somebody asked me why do they put the Chiefs? Why did they move the Chiefs game? Right. And I think it's pretty clear why. Uh, Justin Herbert's like one of the sh- bright, bright, shining stars in the NFL this year, and they're trying to show him off one more time.
0: Yeah, maybe. I, uh, I'm guessing a- it probably has more to do with them. They had to move one game there, and they moved that game. <laughs> That's my guess. Uh, yeah, maybe it's Herbert. Maybe. It, the, the thing about that, though, your reasoning there is interesting because, yeah, he's a, he's a guy that people like, but also the Chargers have one of the smallest fan bases on the planet. So I'm guessing it had more to do with like regional something or other. Yeah. Um, well,
1: yeah, yes, for sure. So the the Chargers playing at Chiefs at 1 p.m. is a strategic advantage for the Chiefs that they have by being a central time zone team in the at AFC West. Without the Chiefs giving a shit about the game, it all, all it comes down sense. to Chargers, yeah. and and yeah. Um, Anyways, there, there are a couple of interesting things about Kansas City in this game. They do have a, a number of young defenders that have started to get more reps. I do think they play those guys in this game, but I don't think they play Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill, Sammy Watkins, Eric Fisher, any of those guys. I think this is going to be one where like they would bring up a lot of people um, from the practice squad.
0: Exciting. Thrilling, really. Uh, the next game up is the Arizona Cardinals playing – in Los Angeles against the Rams. I So this is probably going to be Wofford. I said with Golf, it should be the Rams minus three. I'm guessing there's no lineup for this.
1: Yeah, no line. Um, the, the Rams a, really dump trucked Arizona in Arizona just a few weeks ago.
0: What a gift this would be for the Cardinals if
1: Wofford plays. Do you think it matters that much? I mean, we've never, so this, that's the thing. We've we've seen, and we bet this game back in 2017, we've seen one Sean Mannion start in the stead of Jared Goff. Goff has been really durable for the Rams. We've seen differently for the Niners. They have had success with backups, at least against the spread. Do you think that with a week's worth of work and a playoff spot on the line,
0: Yeah, man. I, the tough thing about Wofford is like he wasn't even that good in the AF. I yeah, mean, honestly, like,
1: you know, I, if it I'm were, the foremost AF expert here, and I, I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of him.
0: I mean, it, there's got to be someone out there that you feel more confident in, right?
1: Out there, as in Bortles? like Blake Bortles.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, I don't see this up. Cliff Kingsbury needs to win this game. That I don't understand what Arizona's offense is. I don't get it. Is there some? Is there something we don't know about Kyler Murray's contract where it's like you can't let him run more than X times in a season? We've been saying this shit all year though.
1: When they beat Niners Week One, it was like, who cares? Because like they're not running that efficient of an offense, uh, right? Like
0: last game. Seattle, San Francisco. This is in San Francisco. Um, Seattle, obviously, with a win and a Green Bay loss, can get themselves into the one seed. That's crazy. Yeah. Get, that is insane. Is Seattle going to be the is Seattle going one and done in the playoffs? I don't think so. I I will say this: I think we're underrating the Seattle Seahawks right now.
1: Okay. I I mean I and remember I'm how they that, beat the Philadelphia Eagles in the playoffs last year? That's how this game against Jared fucking Goff felt. It's it, like
0: it did. It was a it very was ugly awful. game. It was a very ugly game. Um I have the uh Seahawks as a seven point favorite in San Francisco.
1: It's three and a half. Whoa. It's not San Francisco too, it's also it's Arizona. Which makes it even weirder. That's right. People, I think, really, people are overcorrecting for your boy
0: Shanahan in the betting market at this point. Man. So I guess maybe there's some thought that Seattle doesn't try that hard to win this game. Well,
1: uh, I think it's it's a similar thing as New Orleans and Carolina. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've seen this before. Air, uh, Seattle lost a home game to Arizona in, like, week 17 of but 2016. But the, the, the,
0: the difference in this is that with a win – and it, they don't need two things to happen, right? They just need Green Bay to lose.
1: Right, but if Green Bay is like up 38-3 against... But they won't know that. Well, Green, it concurrently happens.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. I guess it'd lean Seattle. Uh, yeah, do you have anything I, to even write up this week?
1: Uh. I I think you like the Raiders
0: i do kind of like the raiders i think bit. um good god in heaven should we write up some talk about some futures maybe we could do that
1: yeah let, let's talk let, let's think about green bay and buffalo green let's make bay. the case for green bay and buffalo
0: yeah
1: um, um also one thing we can do we can tease buffalo minus one and a half tonight with i don't think they lose We could go Giants plus eight and a half, although I think Dallas can separate from Giants. Cleveland, I don't think, I don't want to lay Cleveland. Minnesota, so here's a teaser that I don't think can lose Buffalo minus one and a half, Vikings minus a half next week. Like Detroit, Zimmer is the king of winning meaningless fucking games. And like this game is as meaningless as meaningless gets.
0: What's the – what was the Baltimore line again?
1: 14 – no, 11. So you'd be teasing them through 10, 8, 7, 6. It doesn't feel that great. Not not awesome. You can also – yeah, you don't want to tease Saints
0: through – Well, you guys should read our article. It'll be out when you are listening to this. This was the week 16 edition. We'll be back on wednesday evening last show of 2020 you're right that'll be incredible thanks for hanging out see you guys